Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Our special guests today are Shelby Dash and Christina Clifford, uh, based in Los Angeles, California. They're video producers. They produce things like YouTube ads and branded content for social media. Welcome, uh, Shelby. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. It's um, it's really interesting to have you guys here today to talk about the top five tips for creating successful social media ads. I'm, I'm really itching to get into this topic. So what's tip number one? Well, tip number one, we always say is you want to do a lot of listening, whether it's with the client you're making the video content for or the target customer of your product or service. You want to really understand what their problem is that your product can solve. And once you get all the ins and outs, then you go into a big brainstorm session. Me and Shelby throw everything and anything at the wall. We come up with really dumb ideas. We write them all down <laughs> and then eventually we'll pare them down. And sometimes the, the dumbest ones are the winners. Um, so that's tip number one. You really got to know your your audience or what your client needs first and foremost. In our podcast, Rail's the winner. Carrying on from that, I mean, you know, listening and, and obviously, you, you know, part of what your success is, is that you uh, train comedic actresses, okay? And so, so I know that you try and bring a lot of comedy into that. Does, does that have universal appeal or, or you know, where, where does comedy fit into all of this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the way that we like to do things is um, we like to always go from a relatable angle. So in that sense, I think our comedy does have a little bit more of a universal feel because we're always thinking about what that target audience or that target customer that we've just all that done all that listening about, um, what are they going to relate to? What's going to make them want to share this potential video with their mom, their sister, their friend, what have you. So um, because of that, uh, we're never really going for, you know, super shocking, edgy stuff, unless that's what the client wants. Um, so in that sense, I think our comedy usually is a fit for uh, most brands and most audiences because everyone loves relatable humor. That's what makes us laugh and that's what makes us feel connected. Okay. And so... So going so now you've listened and, and everything. What's what's your tip number two? Even though she said we don't necessarily always have to shock, we do want to go for the unexpected, the thing that is gonna grab the eyeballs attention, the thing that's gonna be like, oh wait, what was that? The head turner. And that always happens within the first three to seven seconds. We wanna get those eyeballs on the screen and so, and we also want to understand what the product or service is very clearly. Um, so for an example, we had an idea for a spot for a health bar brand um, where there was a lady about to take uh, a bite of a, a health bar. And then we had um, a person dressed in like a Snickers bar that attacks her. So it kind <laughs> of like... It's kind of shocking. It's kind of like, whoa, what just happened? But it also plays into what the product is and like that the, the candy bar is trying to destroy her for eating the healthy um, healthy bar. So that's just one example. Um, but we always try to, to make a story beginning, middle and end. And that always starts 
with the first several seconds wanting it to be unexpected. So I, I suspect you guys have to smoke some wacky weed to come up with these ideas. <laughs> it's natural. It, it, it just, I was born with it. You must <laughs> it's so weird. natural. You must have a real creative bent. Uh, I, I really like that. The Snickers bar eating the customer. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that would work in Australia. You know, it would put a lot of fear into children, children's hearts. So, okay, guys, what's t- tip number three? So tip number three we call have options. So when we do create like a YouTube ad or a social media ad for a client, we break it up into three sections. Um, so the first section is the first three to five seconds. That would be the hook. And that's where she's talking about you want to be unexpected. The middle section is the core. So that's where we're going to get out a lot of the brand info, you know, everything that the client wants us to relay onto the audience in a fun, funny way. And then the last section is going to be the CTA or the call to action. So when we shoot for a client, we usually shoot multiple hook options. Then we shoot one core and then we shoot a couple CTA options. So that way they can test each hook with the core, with a different CTA and see what the top performer is. So even if you're just shooting your own content, I would suggest that, you know, you shoot a few different openings. Um, That way you can test them on your own because a lot of times for us, like when she talked about, maybe we have one where the candy bar attacks the client. Maybe we have one where the candy bar hits on the lady. Maybe we have one where, you know, the candy bar drops from the sky. So then we'll test all three and see, oh, which one do people really stick on to? Um, so I think that's that could easily be done with someone, even if they're just shooting, you know, their own video on their iPhone. Okay, so let me ask the controversial question now in, in our world of political correctness, okay? <laughs> you said something there about, are oh, the candy bars hitting on the woman, you know? Yes. Is, is, is that an acceptable thing today? And, and I'm talking to... to to, to two women who produce this, I'm saying, you know, in, in this current world of, of political correctness, does that does that work? Um, I mean, I think it depends on how it's done. Um, the approach, yeah. Yeah, if it's done in a, you know, a light, fun way that doesn't feel offensive or it doesn't feel um, like she's actually threatened <laughs> in any way. I, I think it could be done. But then it's an interesting point you bring up because, you know, maybe we try all three of those and that one doesn't perform because in today's culture, people are like, eh, I'm not, I'm not into that, off, right? you know? Mm-hmm. But that was just an example I pulled out of the clouds. We didn't, we didn't actually do that. <laughs> It's interesting, isn't it? With the um, with social media, we have the luxury of being able to test and retest, don't we? Uh, whereas, for example, a, a television campaign that that's not so easy, is it, to run three different versions? I mean, you're going to throw a chunk of money at it, and the beauty of, okay. I guess, working on social media like you guys do is um, it, it'd be a lot less cost, I would imagine. Yes, definitely, and um, that's why we towards social media um, because there is a lot of room to play and and be creative in that way and I know um, if with broadcast too I mean they do have different options in terms of you know 30 second versus 15 seconds um, just because you know our attention spans are getting smaller and smaller and smaller so um, I think that's one way they can kind of work with it but it, it is nice to have so many options to try okay and so so Attention span. 
How long is the average social media ad? Well, it kind of depends on the platform. Um, so a YouTube ad can generally run pretty long because a lot of times people want their YouTube ads to be long because if someone walks away from the computer and the ad is playing in the background, they want it to continue to play. Um and, you know, encourage the person to like hit that button or not hit that skip button or, or what have you. So those usually run like, gosh, up to five minutes. Um, but in terms of like an Instagram ad or a TikTok ad, I think those need to be limited down to like around 30 seconds. So people will actually watch a five minute ad? Seriously? Well, not necessarily. Um Maybe if it's, you know, engaging and funny enough, people might. But I think with YouTube, because when the ad pops up, say you're watching a YouTube video, the ad pops up. And then, you know, meanwhile, you're cleaning your house while you're watching or you're cooking or something. If, you know, you're in the middle of something, they want that ad to, to keep playing, to keep giving you information until you can actually manually go over and hit the skip button. So they want to take up all that space. Like if someone... If someone were to say, uh, lose lose weight with doing absolutely nothing, I'd be like, yeah, what? Yeah. And I, what? then I'd watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But which is the hook, essentially. But <laughs> Sure. Sure. Okay. Well, I guess that leads us on then to tip number four. What have you got for us? We talk about this a lot. Um, if you are you know, editing your own videos or if, you're, if you're, that's something you want to do, um, it's playing with the edit. You've shot all this stuff, you know the shape of it, but now you have to pare it down in a tight edit to fit YouTube standards, Instagram standards, et cetera. Um, and we always say, you can't be precious with everything you've shot. Like if you probably love like a hundred moments or several moments that you can't, can't use, but you have to kill your darlings and you have to really make it tight and, <laughs> and, cut at certain points and there's different comedic timing ways to mess with the edit. So if you really look and emulate what you do like, what you watch and you see and you laugh, rewind it and figure out why did I laugh at that? Like what, what about it made me giggle? And a lot of times it does have to do with the editing. So the magic edit is the, uh, the key to a great video. It can make or break it. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I love the um, the kill your darlings. That's uh, so that I've got two children. I, I yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. No, it's t- I I have a trouble with it because I'm like I love that moment. You're so funny, and she's like, it's gotta go, it's gotta go. Yeah, I guess it, it for does, the greater good. It, it does make the difference, so doesn't it, between a, a an, an interesting video and a great video or a great advertisement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, definitely. and so so tip number five. So tip number five um, is to learn from your results, uh, which is easier said than done. Um, And, you know, that could be as simple as, you know, running your tests with your different hooks and seeing what people respond to, or on a smaller scale, show your friends and family, ask them, you know, did you laugh? At what point did you start to, you know, kind of think about what you're going to have for dinner or lose your focus or even just post it on social media and see what kind of a response you get. Are you getting a lot of likes, a lot of comments? Because we come from a background of doing um, like social media comedy videos for fun. 
I mean, we could always tell which ones were actually performing and which ones weren't because, you know, if people respond to a video, they comment, they tag their friends, they share it. So it's kind of a ruthless system of knowing whether or not your video is working. So that's something we always kind of fall back on. Sometimes it's not so easy to hear negative feedback or to put up a video that, you know, doesn't end up having the kind of results you want, but it's invaluable to take it in, look at it. Why didn't it perform the way we wanted it to? So I understand make the difference. I understand in the in the movie world, they show uh, you know an advanced copy to test audiences to gauge their reaction. Do you, is that what you guys do with your uh, with your social media ads? Do you actually have a little pool of people that you show them to to, to run the idea by them kind of thing? I would say at this point, kind of our test pool is our pitches to the client. So before we even start the process, we go through a pretty intense pitch process of, you know, presenting ideas for to the client. And, you know, because we have this acting background, we fully act them out. We play all the parts, you know, we are wizards, we are fairies, we are, you know, guys that are lumberjacks, like we do the whole thing. And then we see what they respond to. Um, So that's kind of how we narrow our focus. Once they've decided on, you know, a specific idea or a specific spot, obviously, they approve scripts and blah, blah, blah. So from there, our testing just kind of comes down to the hooks that they've chosen to actually take and run with. Um, That's kind of where we do our testing on the end. We've learned over the years for doing this for so long, what works and doesn't work. And I think that's the lesson is to try and understand what works and doesn't work time and take taking the note because sometimes that can be hard to do but that'll make all the difference in the world and that's the only way you can grow and get better at this skill so so you guys actually act in your in the commercials in the advertisements that you create yeah sometimes we do sometimes we don't now we're hiring actors more and more because we're kind of sick of seeing ourselves (laughs) um but (laughs) Uh, when we do pitch to the client, you know, just so they can get a sense of like what the spot is going to look like and how it's going to feel, we do play all the roles still and we really go for it. <laughs> Thank you, Shelby and Christina, for joining us on the Top 5 podcast today for sharing your top five tips for creating a successful comedic social media ad. If our listeners want to get hold of you, what is the best way to keep in touch with you? You can go to our site, take2content.com, and that's the number two. You can also go to our YouTube channel. It's also take2content with the number two. Uh, we're also on Instagram at take2content with the number two. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much, guys, for being with us today. Um, it's been an absolute delight to, uh, to share with you. And uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, To our listeners, thanks for joining us again on the Top 5 Podcast.